Welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I'm Sheree Hardy. Thank God for this opportunity to be able to share and grow and learn with you. Today I am going to talk a little bit about um, our words. I am titling this episode Saved by Silence. <laughs> Saved by Silence. Now, I'm doing this episode for me because I, I have an issue. <laughs> I've always been um, a person who struggled with just remaining silent <laughs> and just, you know, not having, feeling, not feeling like I have to defend myself or have to say something just to, you know, prove my point or whatever. So I've always struggled with this, but I'm learning that you have to, you know, just let people say and believe whatever they want to say and believe, as long as it is not a matter of life and death, that you don't have to defend yourself every time you feel like someone has said something insulting or wrong or, you know, you don't agree with, you don't, we don't always have to say anything. And sometimes the best thing to do is to be silent so that people can hear themselves. And then you know, and I'm teaching this to my students and I'm learning this myself, is that whenever we are hot, you know, we're emotionally hot and we're all, you know, moved by something that someone has said or done and we speak out at that particular moment, it's not going to come out the same way it would if we were calm, if we had sort of thought it through before we opened our mouths. And it would just come out better. And, and what I've learned to do, because I'm getting, I'm so much better at this now, is that when I, I ask God, first of all, do I need to say something? Because if it's not a matter of life and death, I need to just let people believe whatever they believe and, and do whatever they want to do. Again, as long as it's not a situation where I'm going to lose or get hurt. And so often that's not the situation. <laughs> you know, that's probably like 90% of the time nothing bad is going to happen to you because someone thinks what they think or they believe what they believe or they say what they say or do what they do. It's probably 90% of the time that you're not really, you know, physically or any way professionally damaged by that. Now that sometimes is the case. So you have to learn how to let a lot go because, and in, in the universe, Trust me, trust me, trust me. The universe will take care of those things and those people or those situations. Some people, you know, regardless of what you say, they're just not going to get it. Or they're, you know, either because they're not going to get it because they're incapable of getting it because they haven't had the life experiences or they are just not going to get it because they don't want to get it because they're not humble enough to think about what you said and contemplate what you said. One of the things that I learned a long, long time ago, and I've talked about it and I try to teach this, is that listening is an act of humility. Listening is an act of humility. It's probably the greatest act of humility. Most of the time, we don't want to listen in situations because we are fixated on having our way 
we have our beliefs that we have. We, we, you know, we have a mindset about certain things. But even if we never even change our ideology or attitude or whatever, it's always still good to be able to listen to other people because it is how we grow. And the creator gave us two ears and one mouth so that we can listen more than we speak. And the reason why I'm doing this episode, doing it for many reasons. Number one, I need Jesus myself. <laughs> okay, I need I need to work on some things without, you know, about not saying things. Because sometimes I can feel, you know, my blood pressure go up just a little bit. When people say things that I feel are unfair or unnecessary or just flat out wrong. But some, some things have happened in the media lately. And I, I think, you know, sometimes when you see this stuff... It's not about these entertainers or celebrities or these public figures. There's a life lesson in what they're doing. And a lot of people are doing what they're doing. And those people don't get public attention because they're not public figures. But recently we had some interesting cases where some entertainers, you know, publicly commented about some things. So you had a situation where one singer was commenting on another singer's Um, dress or fashion saying oh you know she got this from me or I inspired and you know that kind of thing and then I heard last night my daughter was telling me that um, one actor just made a comment and another actor responded to that by saying it was anti-semitic you know his comment was anti-semitic and I was thinking wow you know because there's a person in in my community we use that comment that phrase that the guy used all the time and it's it's not meant that way and it can't be that way it can't be anti-semitic and blah 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 so anyway and I'm thinking to myself the first thing that came to my mind was why do people have to say everything they're feeling aloud why do they have to comment on everything why not just try to work through it so here's a scripture that I'm reminded of that actually a co-worker said to me, I've been here, let me see, 25 years. So this had to be like a good 20 years ago. And it com- is Proverbs 13 and 3. Just a powerful, simple scripture with loads and tons and tons of wisdom. He who guards his lips guards his life. But he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. I'll read that one more time. This is Proverbs 3 and 3. I'm reading from the NIV version, by the way. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. These are words that are written thousands and thousands of years ago. And in fact, before that was written and published and, you know, shared around the world, this was something that people taught. I I have no doubt. Because we have to learn how to have discipline with our words whether they're in writing whether they're and and I'm telling you I I struggle I've struggled with this this is an area of struggle for me and as I you know pray about things and learn and grow I try to share out but we can lose so much because of what we say what we say in writing what we say aloud verbally orally we say these things and it can be a matter of life and death and so we have to learn how to do is first of all, we have to understand that um, we don't have to say everything. We have more power sometimes when we are silent. 
because what it allows the other person to do or people to do to really hear themselves and see themselves. Sometimes when you're talking to a person, a person is talking to you rather, and really what they they just wanted maybe someone to listen. Are they sometimes I know people that just really want to co-sign. And if you know you're not going to co-sign because you don't agree with whatever they're saying, and you can still love that person and care for that person, the best thing to do is just be silent so they can hear. And even if they ask me, I have this happen to me quite a bit, like, you know, well, what do you feel? Well, you know, I really just don't know yet because I have to, you know, think about it and haven't really given much thought to it. But, you know, I know you'll be all right. Everything will be all right. And be encouraging. But you don't have to say everything because when we hear things, it is a, it's a tool, it's a powerful tool that God gives us to know what to pray about. It, it reveals so much when people open their mouths. It reveals so much about what's going on inside of them, what's going on in the world. And so that can be a guide for prayer to know how to deal with some of these crazy things that are going on in our world, not for us always to just respond. And we are, you know, some people are like a volcano, they're reactive. You know, they're always acting, reacting to something. No, sometimes you just need to listen. Um, In the case of the singer, uh, first of all, she didn't make up fashion. She didn't make up that particular fashion. This other singer, her mother is a designer. Her her grandmother was a fashion designer. And yes, let's say somebody did get inspiration from your clothing or your style. That's a compliment. Imitation is the greatest compliment. When someone is imitating you, when you do something and you see somebody else doing it, and they may not ever acknowledge that it's you, that's really a compliment. And you can take it that way. And if you do have to talk about it, because I do get... The need sometimes to just sort of share out. It is cathartic. It is good to get certain things out. Don't do it publicly. Because energy is is powerful. Just like words are powerful. Because then you get all this negative energy. Or you get all this crazy energy towards you. Because then it looks like you're insecure. Or, you know, you're just being a hater. Or you're being jealous. And then you can say, well, I'm going to let all them throw all the darts at me and it's not going to affect you. But the reality is it is going to affect you. And so do your best because negative energy is coming to us anyway. Do your best not to draw more towards yourself by learning how to let a lot go and focus on things, the positive and, and say things that are positive. You know, I have a thing with my public with my public um, persona, my social media is And this is long, when I first got on there, and I've gotten on and off, you know, quite a bit, I don't put anything negative on there. I don't put anything, I have, you know, done a few little things sometimes, a little controversial thing, but I'm real careful about that. Now, the last time I posted something that was kind of personal was like when my sister was, you know, in the hospital, and I really regret doing that. And then when I had my business, I would post certain things. And I almost regretted that because I don't have my personal Facebook page anymore. It's deactivated, but I am going to reactivate it. Um, but I just feel like, you know, I don't have to. Now I realize, OK, sometimes you're putting stuff out there and there's something to that that's not always good. And so you just need to keep something for yourself. You don't. it's so critical that we keep a part of ourselves to ourselves because of, because we're precious. 
you know, and we're sacred and you don't have to give everybody every single thing. You don't have to say everything. And if you do have to get it out, talk to a friend. I never understood that. Talk to your sibling. I call my sister. You know, I talk to my child or I talk to a friend. I don't have to put everything out there because I'm hot. Because again, when you're hot and it's coming out that way, are you jealous? And it's coming out that way. Or you're insecure and it's coming out that way. Or you're just a hater and it's coming out this way. In this other case, and I'm just going to say some names. Um, Jamie Foxx apparently made a comment about remember what they did to Jesus. Now, this is a comment that a lot of black people use to remind people like, you know, hey, you you feel like you're being persecuted or you're being attacked or, and it's just anybody. It's just like a general comment that we use. And apparently Jennifer Aniston, a um, non-black actress, made a comment about anti, it being anti-Semitic. First of all, we got to, I'm really concerned because I'm a linguist and I'm not going to get into it this episode, but a lot of people are misusing terms because Semitism, Semitism, I can't even say the word now, Semitism, a lot of people don't know when you say anti-Semitic what that really means because you're Semitic based on your blood so sometimes when people use that term it is misused because those people some of those people are not Semitic anyway so you can you can expand the definition now and say okay well it refers to anybody who practices Judaism but I really resented that and then that's because that's real controversial because that's one of those buzzwords when you say that word or anti-Semitic or say Semitic, then it's going to create some kind of reaction. So it's one of those little buzzwords that gets people all stirred up. And, and it's really misused a lot of times, just like so many other words are being misused. And I really have like phobias, like these things people say phobia. Phobia is a fear of, and sometimes there is no fear of. But it's just a label to create this kind of energy in the space and it's usually negative placed on the person you know you say this person is this you know it's like calling somebody a name you got this kind of phobia or you're anti this and it's really like to insult you to put you down and that kind of thing and and it's easy to do that like I can call your name and it it can and it might not be true and that's what's happening and sometimes I get you know again I get a little you know, stirred up by it, but I'm letting that go because I got I got to figure out how to answer that. And remember what I told you all. I'm gonna say this again and again. Your secret prayers is your greatest greatest secret weapon. Your secret prayers are your secret weapons. You don't have to let everyone know what you're thinking and what you're doing. God is real. He sits high and he looks low. And God is good and righteous. And he wants us to be good and righteous and be reflections of him because he made us to in his own image. And so when you see unrighteousness on the earth, when you see lies being propagandized, when you see evil that just seems to like it's it's thriving almost sometimes, you have to go in is what we call I call we call over here going in that means when you got to go into your deep prayer mode and you got to take it to the Lord and we and I know people think that's passive but see some things you can't really do anything about 
your little self or you and two or three of you coming together in the natural world you you're very limited in what you can do but let me tell you something because i have seen god move recently your prayers we all start petitioning him about some of this evil to stop some of these lies that have been told over and over and over again for hundreds of years it is being shut down people are being exposed for do all the evil that they have done for years that they kept trying to keep covered it's being unspo- it's being uncovered it's being exposed keep praying about it when people lie and when they twist things and they've stolen things stolen people's legacies and all this kind of stuff you ain't got to keep talking about it because that's what they want you to do but then they can put a little label on you you're a hater you're this or you're that and then you're so busy trying to put out that fire that you're not able to build and create what you were called to create and build. And that's what that's all about. But let me tell you something. Keep praying. Keep praying. And and I, I'm, I'm telling you, you will see things move. There's some things being uncovered every day. There's some things being destroyed that are evil and they're being shut down. I told you all. And I, this is when I really came up with this and it bothered me so badly. I had read this book, um, Lovecraft Country. And I just thought the book was so creative. And I was like, wow, this is so creative and different. And But before I read the book, I had just seen one little clip of one show. I think my daughter was watching the show and I just saw a clip. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. This is really gross. And so... Um, what I found out from reading the book that Hollywood, uh, the people who made Lovecraft Country, the, the show, they put in some extra perverted stuff that is not in this book. And this is something that that world does quite a bit. You can't really even watch a movie without, you know, um, and I'm not against love stories, you know, where there's, you know, beautiful love can be expressed in many ways. But when it's just lust or you got alcohol and everything where people just like people are just happy and drinking. No, people are dying. I just read an article that there has been an uptick in women death from alcohol. And they're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. Why is this sudden uptick and all of this? And then you have, you know, yeah. And my daughter was talking about how cigarettes were just all this, these negative things. And if you're not careful, they will influence you. And this was a really deep conversation that I had with my daughter last night about seduction. Anybody can be seduced. You got to be careful. Because the first thing is, if you don't think you can be seduced, you, you're in trouble. But you can. And this is why we have to guard our minds. We have to guard our eyes. We have to guard our spaces. And so we're talking about the influences of this. And the problem that I have with with the people in this business, the network is what I, we call them, is that they purposely put these things in and then it's it's constantly repeated because they're trying to influence society. Some of these times when some of this stuff is in there, it's not even necessary, but it's intentional in a malicious way and you can see it when your spiritual eyes are open and you're not blind. You can see what they're trying to do. That's why you can't really find a movie where it's just, you know, for as an African-American person, I would love to see some movies where I just see beautiful black love and people together. And I'm, I'm for everybody in love, so I watch everything. I don't watch The Sound of Music, you know, a good 25 times. I love that. But what I don't see is the balance. I don't see other people where they're with their own people just loving one another. It's intentional. 
It's going to end, though. I'm telling you this right now. Some of this stuff going to end. Some of this stuff that they're putting in there, they're trying to influence the behavior. And yes, the least of these and the weakest of these, even though you can be strong and be seduced, the weakest of these, they're going to get them. And it's an intentional effort, just like I'm, you know, concerned because my students, you know, they're on social media and there's nothing wrong with it. They're using their computers. That's a beautiful thing. I'm using a computer to record this episode. The problem that I have is when there's certain things put out there to influence our children in a negative way and it's intentional. Anybody who is intentionally producing content to intentionally and maliciously try to destroy groups of people, it is over. If you're listening to me and you're a believer, you have spiritual power and you need to use it. You need to go, you need to, the one that made the sun and the moon. One thing about our God is he's not a gangster. So he doesn't put a gun to our heads and make us do things. The world is in the state that it is in because we as humans have rebelled against him and we will choose evil over good and we are destroying ourselves and he gives us free will and the question is what have we done with our freedom we're now using it to kill to steal to influence negative to destroy we don't it doesn't have to be this way take if you're a believer take this mess to the most high god and he will hear and let it go because you can you can be overwhelmed as a person that lives with your eyes wide open and you see these evil things and you know when somebody's trying to put something in, you know, especially media, to influence in a negative way. And I was listening to, um, I was watching this guy. He was, you know, he's a, he's an actor, but now he has his own like YouTube channel. But he was saying how he was talking about the business, the entertainment business in America, and how. They purposely put certain things. He gave like an example. And it's just sick. Because they're trying to influence a certain group of people. They're already down. They've already behind 200, 300 years. And they want to keep you behind. But it can stop. You you don't have to go out in the streets and march and protest against them and talk about them. No. You start praying about them. You start praying about this stuff. When I saw that, I said, God, I read the book and I was like, wow, this book is so creative. And they could have made the, the show and it would just it would have been fantastic. But they put sexual perverted acts in it for no good reason but to show us in a negative light. And that was intentional and it was malicious and it will end. Believe. Use your spiritual power because sometimes that is all you have. And you don't have to have money to use your spiritual power. You don't have to have influence. Because in fact, the people who can use it the most who don't have anything yet. See, when people got something to lose, like Oprah and somebody like they might can't say certain things and do certain things because they know that that network could have very creative ways of shutting you down and taking you down. So they, they, you know, they have a certain amount of fear and they use it. What we talked about, they guard in their mouths, and it's for good reason. And some people, I think, in that industry, they try to act like a Robin Hood in a way, kind of a sort of like a Robin Hood. You know, they take what they can take and do what they got to do, and then they give it back to maybe the poor and the needy. They figure out ways to, to navigate through this really corrupt system. But the system is going to end. When people are intentionally put, just like the music industry, 
you wonder, um, Indy Irie, and I haven't done an episode on this, but she was sort of being, you know, she was blasting um, the Essence Festival for having these sexual acts on stage. And the Essence Festival is supposed to be more like a family kind of oriented, um, you know, environment. And she wasn't against any singer or anybody like that. I, I didn't take it like that. What she was trying to say in context, the Essence Festival wasn't the place. You know, there's nothing wrong with those ladies doing what they do, she was trying to say. But you know what, what, I, what I, when I see that, and I saw some little clips from it, from one of the shows, the interesting thing is, is that, and I always say this, if you're not going to do what those ladies did on stage, you're not going to be in the industry anyway. And that's why that industry has to be shut down. And spiritually, you have to shut it down. Because what if a little young lady can really sing? She's beautiful and she just wants to just stand up somewhere and sing her heart out and share her beautiful voice in the world. She almost can't because without her showing her body, without her shaking her body and gyrating her body, it is very unlikely that she'll be in that business and be successful. But she should be without having to do all that. That's what I mean. We're going to shut it down. Listen to me, prayer work. Shut it. You got to shut it down because there has to be a space where our people can use their gifts and talents and don't have to be vulgar and unrighteous and corrupt to do it. Now, thank goodness that there are some new pathways through different mediums now where you have more autonomy and creativity because um, apparently this this uh, actress, Jennifer Aniston, also had done something, I don't know what tells me, where she was kind of going off about um, the people who do like social media they you know they make their money like from um the the youtubers i I forgot the term they use for them but the the youtubers and what she was just making a negative comment i didn't know first i didn't hear it so i don't want to misinterpret it i have to hear for myself but my whole thing is is that it should be enough room for everybody to be creative everybody doesn't want to engage in some perversion to be able to get to the top and all i'm saying is that it shouldn't be that way and if a system has been created to work like that it's over if anybody who's a part of whoever did that love crab and they put that extra stuff in there that didn't need to be in there, it's over. This is all I'm going to say. Start using your spiritual power. You you know, and, and I what I always pray for is for people to turn. I want to just say this because I am an idealist. And you don't know me, but my daughter tells me, I'm just, I'm really an idealist. And I'm a person, I believe that people through the help of the Holy Spirit can change. And that maybe they they have the wrong mindset or the wrong attitude, or they did evil, evil, and they can God can transform them and heal them and change. So my prayer is always first: God heal hearts and change minds. God restore our humanity to be in line with You, so that You have given us free will. We will use this gift of free will for good instead of evil not to produce things that depict us in the most degrading and degenerate forms, but you you use that creativity to depict us with love and light. And some people are doing that or trying to do that. God bless them. But those who are not, those who purposely, as this one actor 
and now he has his own show on YouTube. He was trying to say he was doing a movie and the guy came, they got gay kind. A, a guy came on set, excuse me, can't even talk. A guy came on the set and said, hey, throw in these women, you know, shaking their butts with no clothes, you know, hardly any clothes on. And he was purposely doing that. That's going to end unless people turn because we don't need that. We need a space where people can share their creative gifts um, in other ways, you know, I'm just using the entertainment business, but whether it's through teaching, whether it's through medicine, we have to have people open-minded. There's just not one ideology about some of these medical practices. And say, it, it, I don't care what it is. Take it to the Lord. We're taking it to the Lord. And you got to spend time with the Lord. We have to, to get this stuff to end. God wants us, he, he says, cast our cares upon him that he cares, cast our burdens on him. And that's what you got to do. This is a burden because as an educator, all I see are the effects of what the evil people create because it's affecting our children. And that's who they're really targeting. And that's why I go in, baby. It's time to go in. Let them protest. Let all this mess in because it is intentional corruption. Now, if they want to turn, God bless them. That's what I'm praying for. Hearts to be turned, minds to be turned in the direction of our good and gracious God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for me to go. The red light is on. I appreciate you. God bless you. I love you. May you have a powerful day. Take care.